0: Okay, recording.
1: Aloha, uglies, and welcome to Nightmare Beach, a moonlit paradise where blood-sucking beauties can dance the night away and catch a wave under the stars. Sand, song, and spirits await on this beach made for beasts only. You'll dance, surf, And maybe meet the monster of your dreams when we join in on a group of million old youngsters dead set on having a little fun after a hard day of sucking blood. But don't get too comfortable in your beach chairs because fun soon turns into frenzy when an unwelcome outsider threatens to raid on our vampire's party. Join in on the adventure as our beach blanket queen bees investigate the mystery and get to the bottom of what lurks in the caverns of the Nosferatu Beach Party. Grab your moonscreen, wax those surfboards, and hit the waves for a midnight party you won't soon forget.
0: Hello Uglies. Hello. Welcome to 2 Gays Dragcast, the show where we go over at the moment Dragula! And just drag. Yeah. Drag competitions outside of U.S. mainstay drag race. This week is something.
2: This week is episode two, Nosferatu Beach Party.
0: Vampires on the beach. Vampires on the beach. I don't know why I want to be dancing and musical now. I think it's just because of the fact that I found that uh, background music that you all have heard in the intro. And it's it's got me in a jazzy mood.
2: <laughs> it's not even jazzy. But okay. Dancy? Musical? Dancy. Yeah. surfy wurfy,
0: Dancy, surfy, wurfy. Surf and turf.
2: Sure. Wibbly-wobbly, timely whimy
0: bullshit. Yeah.
2: Anyways! Anyway, let's start with our intro, which isn't an absolute garbage pyre like the first episodes was. It's yeah. fun and innovative and, well, entertaining.
0: Uh-huh, and it links back into the end. Um, the extermination.
2: Yes, which I'm assuming, and I believe the first episodes did as well, so I'm assuming that's just something they're gonna do every single episode. Yeah.
0: I don't know, I have mixed feelings about it. Like, I feel kinda sad that now the contestants don't get to choose or at least have a little bit of say in how they get exterminated, but it's fine. They still get memorable stuff because it's per episode, so it works. Yeah. Anyways, you basically just heard the entire little, um, overhead monologue- Andrew just did so
2: yes 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 it's uh mixed in with some dancing big men and boulets well one boule dancing and then yeah. an extermination that comes along later
0: for the record it's Drac who doesn't dance who would have thought
2: anywho moving on moving on to the boudoir
0: yes they opened in the boudoir this time
2: as I assume they're going to continue doing for the rest of the season Because, well, it's their workroom, and that's usually where the episodes start for Drag Race.
0: So they've moved from uh, main stage start to workroom start. Although they're still going to wind up getting their challenges delivered to them on the main stage, Dragula still has to have their own little things. I digress.
2: Our conversations starting with just, Who do you think went home? I won the challenge. Oh, that's cool. Did I go home? No, I didn't go home. You know what? I don't like your drag. Well, I don't like you. Well, I don't like you. Fighting, fighting, fighting. And that was The Boo Door in less than 10 seconds. Yeah, that's actually a pretty good summary. Ta-da. Oh, also, Hoso and Astrid Romance, which will kind of come up later, but not really have anything to do with it, but they just wanted to mention it, obviously, so, you know. Oop. But, yeah, if I... uh, Let's do a quick, because I don't think it's terribly important... Because I, and I also just like the idea of taking it and summing it up in the span of 30 seconds. So it's like, time me, go. So long story short, Astrid wins. Now they're fighting because uh, Mary doesn't think Astrid did a good enough job to win because the costume was falling apart backstage after they walked off the thing. Then Mary starts fighting with Sigourney because she, Mary doesn't think that Sigourney is here to help people and she's there to play her own game, which again, it's a competition for $100,000. Of course, she's there to play her own fucking game. What is wrong with you? Then they all start arguing again about who went home, who didn't go home. You know, I don't think Zavoletta And suddenly Zavaleta comes in. It's like, what did you do say about me, bitch? And it's like, oh, wow, what do you know? Zavoletta was listening the old time, and the producer just pushed her in there at the right moment. Then Zavoletta fights with Sigourney, blah, blah, blah. Coco has literally the f- most wonderful confessions of the entire four seasons, and I wish I could see her every single time, just so I know her thoughts. Please marry me, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry, the humor is absolutely hilarious. Like, every single... Every single side look, face that she makes, confessional. Coco is absolutely hilarious and wonderful. And that's all I have to say about that. All right. And everybody else was there. <laughs> and then they were called to the stage. Oh, also, Sigourney is always beautiful as always. Um, Saint is stunning. Hoso is cool. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> that's my top four. Go well, fuck yourselves
1: <laughs> hello ugly meow, 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 meow.
0: looks like saint didn't close the door to hell so dolly slipped in
2: hooray it's true dolly's back in the competition i don't believe i don't know if i mentioned it last week i think i may have but uh no i don't know because i remember they were talking about uh sigourney and when i said sigourney and mary are fighting because they They also don't think she shouldn't have been in the top four. Like, Sigourney, you shouldn't have been in the top four. I should have been in the top four backstage. And Sigourney has a great confessional line basically saying, why was I in the top four? I think it's very clear, was I in the top four? Why are you not in the top four? It's very clear. Your fucking belt broke and you were crying about having a zip tie for it backstage. Uh I mean, I agree with that, but also I agree with, it was the State Puff Marshmallow woman. What else was there? Yeah. In the same vein as Elvira. And I don't know if I mentioned that before, whereas... It wasn't changed enough to just not being a Stay puff Marshmallow Woman costume.
0: Yeah, it was cute and campy. That's why it was safe. There wasn't much to remark on.
2: But the thing is, is from what I've seen from a lot of other people, a lot of people from what I've read agreed that it should have been in the bottom. Yeah. Actually, a lot of people think Mary should have been in the bottom again this week. Uh, yeah. And there's possible they think favoritism towards Mary, but we'll get to that when we get to the critiques, because it seems like the Boulets and Mary seem
1: to have some sort of history. So we will we'll come back to that. Anyway. Attention, competitors. Get your asses into this goddamn living quarter Theater. area
2: place. Yeah, that. Hello, ugly. Oh, no, you already did that. Yeah, you already introduced Dolly. Dolly's back. Astrid's mother. Oh, we'll get into Astrid later. <laughs> Oop. It's time for our first ever Nosferatu beach party. It's time for moonlit beaches and bloodthirsty leeches. Oh, we're a rhyming now, aren't we, Swantula?
0: Oh, it's also a reference to what's later.
2: They await you at our glamorous moonlight beach party. For this challenge, the queens will must design and create an original look based on the Nosferatu beach party theme, and model your designs in a music video style that they're all going to make them film at the same time because budget, lip sync performance on the main stage. <laughs> Yeah, I noticed that later. I'm like, they could have filmed them all separately, but I thought, no, that probably would have cost even more. So feel free to make it horror, campy, gory, glamorous, whatever the hell you want. Make sure it's on theme and that it fits you as a drag monster. (laughs) However, they're also doing it in pairs. Uh Uh-huh. Now, how do we determine who the teams are? Oh, wait. It's time for another disgusting-ass mini-challenge. This is also the second time they've done this, although it's actually... Well, it's not the second... Well, it's the second time they've done it, but... With an added twist, I guess? So basically they're given another glass of blood like they were in Season 2. But this time... Uh, yeah, pig's blood, ethically sourced, as they like to quote. And a whole-ass head of garlic. And now they have to consume both the blood and the garlic. And we'll get the advantage of getting to choose teams in the main challenge.
0: Yep. Holy shit. Some of them try fucking dipping their garlic in the blood, too. Which is just That's like... That's smart.
2: I mean, I personally would be fine with the garlic. I don't know about the blood, but I I love garlic. Like, mm. I love garlic.
0: Yeah. I mean, they didn't get it deskinned, skinned so they would have to pick all the skin off.
2: Did they not do that? I mean, I'm trying to watch it now, but like... I think
0: I only really see Jade and Betty having really picked at theirs.
2: I mean, all I've seen is just gagging, like, bleh, bleh. No one make throw up sounds for just a second. Oh, God damn it bleh. <laughs>
1: this is... Betty's he's like
2: why is it hot <laughs> uh...
1: they're all just coughing and gagging and all
2: my memories that bring back is true meanwhile zavaleta like they're all literally gagging hating themselves zavaleta is going at it like a fucking nutso boss like holy shit
0: i think zavaleta might be the type who doesn't have the ability to smell and thus doesn't have that part of experiencing
2: taste maybe or maybe they just do it i don't know maybe they're like i mean you know who what? knows Fuck that. It's also about determination. They were in the bottom last week. Maybe they were just like, you know what? No, fuck it. I'm going to get what I want, God damn it. So they just went at it and didn't even think about it. Sometimes that sort of determination will do that to you.
0: I mean, Zavaleta did basically get a mouthful of the mystery liquid. Like I said, it's... <laughs> suspicious liquid. That's what I was trying to think Suspicious liquid,
2: of. yeah. It's... Like I said, sometimes determination, you're like, you know what? I'm not going to be in that bottom again. So if I can give myself an advantage, I'm going to fucking do it. Just eat, drink, and I'm done. So now Zavoletta gets to choose the partners. For herself, she chooses Saint. Okay. For Marie, she chooses... Suspense, suspense, because we think she's going to go with Sigourney because they hate each other. But Coco. And Coco is... (laughs) That was funny. It's like... Coco looks like she's making a face, and
1: Savala's like, Why the fuck are you making a face? And Coco's like, Bitch, I'm still on having to eat coke, garlic and blood. Leave me alone. I don't give a fuck about y'all. I just had to eat this blood.
2: Sigourney is paired with... Suspense, 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 suspense. Dun-dun. Dun-dun. Astrid! Seeing as how they literally look like brother and sister, you'd think it would be perfect. We'll let her find out. It's not. Nope. And Dali is with... So, which leaves Betty and Jade. And now we have our pairings. They discuss whether there was any intention behind it or no maliciousness, bringing up the whole game thing again. And
0: really it wasn't. Zavaleta's just like, if you don't do- succeed, then you're in the bottom. That's mm-hmm. all there is to it. That's right. And I mean, for that, Zavoleta doesn't wind up being super high, I remember, right?
2: No, she's high.
0: She's in the top. Oh, wait. I totally forgot.
2: (laughs) Yes, luckily I'm here to not forget. All right, bitches, let's get to work. And now it's workroom time. (gasps) I don't care.
0: The real tea is what wasn't even fucking on camera. Or at least shown in this part. It was only shown and edited in later when we hear Astrid complaining, Oh, I reduced a lot of my outfit to match with Sigourney.
2: I don't remember, honestly. I don't usually I know people are like, you're a recap show, aren't you? I don't watch the workrooms. Let's be honest, unless you're absolutely forced to because it's on television. Do you watch all the workroom stuff? No, I bet you don't. And I know I don't.
0: I do. If only because I want to hear some jokes. I digress.
2: Sometimes it's just like, here, let's do this idea and this idea and this idea. And I'm just like, but I would like to see those ideas executed. So how about we just get to the performance and or look? Yes. Thank you. And that's what we're going to exactly move to. The point is, they have ideas. The only thing I say, honestly, the only interesting thing that I do specifically remember from the workroom is Mary deciding she's not actually going to be a vampire. She's going to be a sort of angler fish type mermaid-esque creature, which is not a vampire. We'll see how that works out for her.
0: I know, although I will say like, Vampire of the Deep does sound kind of cool, if it had actually been a vampire.
2: (laughs) Right. The thing is, everybody else was at least some sort of vampire, and then Mary's just like, fish! (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it stood out! But we'll get to that. First up, the boulets in... I'm not gonna lie, this is kind of boring. I'm sorry. Like, I get y'all like, ooh, it's cute! It's like, head's cute, shoulders are cute, hands are cute, even though, I get it, you like your fingernail gloves, but you gotta do something different, bitch. Point is, it's a black dress. It's a black dress. That's it's a it.
0: black velvet modeled pattern dress.
2: Is that even velvet?
0: No, nope, that's not velvet. Is it not the fuck like is that?
2: Felt? It's felt. No, I'm kidding. I don't know.
0: Actually, it's probably polyester with how shiny it is.
2: That's what I'm wondering, yeah. But it's just very simple. Like, for such amazing headpieces and cool Shoulder things, spikes and, and everything. Ju- right. For the dress to just be dress there isn't anything on the
0: bottom either like i get that they normally have very plain body down to the legs but there's nothing on the bottom
2: like had they done i would like spikes on the bottom if it had been spikes on the bottom as well yeah if it had been spikes on the bottom as well to just match the top i think it could have been a lot better but just to just have you know what it is they are basically wearing what i think is an example of the critiques that they gave for melda last week everything interesting was on the top half and then there was basically just nothing below.
1: Ooh,
0: that is a serious burn, but it's also very true. Mm-hmm. They're fucking lucky they are hosts.
2: Yeah, right. I mean, I'm not going to try and praise the bitch, but at least RuPaul has different looks each time.
0: Doesn't always mean they're good, but she she makes an
2: effort. Doesn't mean they're good, but at least they're different. Short shirt, you know, short skirts, long dresses, giant trains, this and that. At least they're different. Sorry, Boulez. I know we're never going to get on the show now. Love you. <laughs> Uh, you know, all the, no, none of the girls ever decide to come on as guests ju- you know we want to get guests on this show the door's like nah. we heard you talk bad about the little ladies we're never going on your show <laughs> oh well love you still at the end of the day we're just a show that reviews and critiques and doesn't mean we don't like you any less just you look like stone pillars no you're quiet we must get into the fabulous guest judges because she is so into blood right now and that is absolutely iconic so iconic that it's literally the last line you hear of the trailer because they knew that was going to reach people in. It's Miss Vanessa Hudgens. She's so, so into, into blood, blood right now. now. Just keep watching it over and over again. I'm so into blood right now. Boulets are like, ha ha ha, yay. We, we have a RuPaul's Drag Race thing. And then next is a world-class DJ sensation, Gigi McGree. Another person I've never heard of. I apologize in advance. I'll try to go listen to some of her music if it's out there. Actually, I feel like that's kind of been the, uh, for most guests, not most, but, like, sometimes if they have two guest judges, I'll, like, immediately recognize one of them and then won't recognize the other one. But, like, it's not bad. Kind of is
0: how it happens a lot of the time. It's like, all right, I recognize about half the guest judges that they wind up getting, so whenever they have two, it's rare that I recognize both. I
2: mean, I'm excited so far because I think we still have from what i remember reading there's poppy orville peck bob the drag queen i saw trixie in the trailer a couple of others yeah
0: i think most of those were on the trailer or like in public releases or something
2: yeah yeah yeah. but i'm just excited to see when they actually get to judge
0: yeah i mean they wouldn't blow their load on trixie all that fast
2: (laughs) get the trixie stands Uh, involved uh, i don't know i feel like i'm peeking a lot i just see giant waves of sound when i get in real close to the mic and go
1: "Eh, eh, eh."
0: i mean they may be trying to throw glitter spaghetti at the wall to see what sticks sure
2: how about we get to our looks first up a triple contender to the vampire party saint let's see what a track record is so far didn't do so great went home actually the first vampire challenge although i i can't genuinely remember i I like their look but i can't imagine who else would have gone home that week who else was in the bottom that week? I forget. We can always go back and listen to our own episode, but I don't remember. But unfortunately, the facts are facts that changed. Whatever we said in that episode, actually, probably. But the point is, they went home that episode, so obviously it didn't work out for them.
0: Yeah, because it was very costumey
2: cosplay However, Resurrection, mwah, chef's kiss. You can go listen to our review of Resurrection and how much I absolutely loved that vampire. Now again, you have to be thinking, third time, third time. You'd obviously think you'd run out of ideas, but nah. Stunning fashion moment. Black ba- balloon—not uh, balloons. Black uh, float- floaty arms. Floaty gloves at that. Floaty gloves too, and the little bat wing floaties. The glasses. The latex. glasses and the swim it's cap. Just, it's like
0: it's a uh, whole moment. It's
2: gorgeous.
0: Like if this wasn't fully themed, it would actually kind of be sexy.
2: I think it's sexy even when it's fully themed. I mean, yeah, I I guess. I think it's fucking stunning. I don't care. It's absolute. Sometimes we toot, sometimes we don't toot. I I know somebody's going to be like, why do you only do it for some looks and not other looks? Because we're autistic idiots who don't remember shit.
0: Yeah. Sometimes it just completely passes mind, but like it's usually at the start and then we forget.
2: My brain doesn't work (laughs) half the time. For this, obviously, toot. So we're
0: going to remember to toot this time because it's important and it's, it's
2: a good look. Well, it's not important. It's just whether or not we remember. Because it's also like a lot of people, because it's a, it's a bathing suit. And sometimes a bathing suit can be really simple if not done correctly. But I think this is done extremely well. Yeah. So yeah, two. Next up. So next up. No, I'm kidding. Back to Mary Cherry. Um, <laughs> next up, Mary Cherry is an anglerfish and um, she has a fin and a headlamp. Uh, points for trying.
0: Points for creativity. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that's what I'll say. Points for creativity. It's just... It doesn't
0: read as vampire. She could
2: have gone no, for a leech. which is the challenge. But we've seen a leech before. No, not yet. We're gonna see a leech. No, I mean in previous seasons. I don't remember.
0: It's in an episode title, babe. S- season three. Remember when Dahlia was a
2: leech? Dahlia? Oh, Dahlia Black. Why was I think it's like, no, you mean Dolly, babe. No! 'Cause you're like Dahlia and I'm like, no, babe, her name is Dolly. She was on season two.
0: <laughs> You've so thoroughly erased Dahlia from your brain, have you?
2: All I know is Land Insider and Louisiana Purchase and Priscilla Chambers and Ava Destruction and Madeline Hatter. And that's it. I know everybody from that season except like Dolly? no. I'm kidding. Genuinely, my thought was just process... Well, because Dolly's on this season, so we're talking about Dolly. so then I'm just yeah. like, no, it's not Dahlia. Yeah. I don't know who you're talking about. You're talking about Dolly. She's I'm talking about too, Dahlia like-
0: Black. I had to remember what her last name was.
2: You didn't remember her last name? Even I know her last name because she's related to Victoria Elizabeth Black, and she's also Madeline's granddaughter. I yeah, mean, I know. I, I
0: usually try and think of them as separate.
2: We didn't spend too long trying to remember leeches and shit because I still don't really remember. Anyway... It's a whatever look, I'm not dealing, it's not great, it's, I think it's interesting enough. It's
0: off theme, as a look itself, it's not super interesting.
2: I'm gonna just say it's a moot. It's different, but it's not, it's not good enough or bad enough. Next. La Zavaleta. That was fast. Yeah, all of these Um, are fast. I feel like Mary's was at least a little longer, but. Anyway, La Zavaleta, I think, is an example of what we were talking about is a bathing suit. It's a bathing suit.
0: Yeah, it's a red bathing suit. It's
2: shiny. It kind of has 1950s. It's not inventive. Sort of like looks almost 1950s-ish. Little fancy woman. It's not super duper exciting, but it's fine. Uh,
0: This is actually more a 1970s style. Oh. As far as I'm aware.
2: Oh, yeah, you're right. Because with the high cut.
0: They had women wearing
2: um, shorts still at that time. Yeah, 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 you're right. But yeah, it's fine. It's whatever. It's a simple toot I guess yeah the blades also say it's rather simple but again it's not the look helps but I think it's also more about the performance at the end of the day but if you can have a great look it helps but I think this is just rather simple so it's whatever. they ever moot and next we move on to another one of my favorites Sigourney, Sigourney Beaver Beaver. step on me so I'm gonna try and include that into every single episode it's just every I say Sigourney's name on the runway I'll just say step on me <laughs> ah, it's amazing how beautiful she is both in and out of drag, yeah. but for two totally different reasons. In drag, I truly just want her to it's like, step on me. It's fine. Yes, I ha- can't handle pain, but I'll handle it. It's fine. And then out of drag, she's like, as she even said herself, it's like, cute girl, you want to play Dungeons and Dragons with. It's two totally different types of beautiful and it's so fascinating and I love it. Absolutely amazing. Also,
0: she accidentally matches one of the prop set pieces. Oh, yeah. The and um, umbrella. I mean, Even her umbrella matches that one.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, I would hope her umbrella matches. So it's even, it's, that was intentional. I'm sure the other one is unintentional, but it's all black and white stripes, two piece, gorgeous, stunning. I love the hair. I love the outfit. I love the umbrella. I love everything about it. I like the makeup. I kind of like that. It's almost a little cartoony. I think the makeup, I think that's the point. And I like it too. Yeah. Coco Kane.
1: This bitch is a bat. (laughs)
2: <laughs> and look at those titties. Oh, another one I would like to step on me. Thank you, Coco Cane bringing the looks all the time. Thank you very much. Oh, my God. Two weeks in a row from these two amazing people bringing looks. Ah, uh, yes. The ears, the wings, the shoes, the boobies. Big tits, huge boots. Boobies. Look at the boobies. I could be smothered to death with those boobies.
0: You would motorboat to death with those. Probably.
2: Okay. Right. But absolute gorgeous, and I like that it's a literal... Like, some of them obviously just, I'm a vampire, I'm cute, I got some teeth. And she's like, no, I'm a fucking vampire bat motherfucker. Like, look at this bitch. Yeah, like, she has like, batty ears. Like, she even t- but wings, fingers, like, motherfucker, like, oh my god, it's so...
0: Yeah, details. Details make the look, you guys. That, it goes to show.
2: I'm trying to think, what's, uh, what's that one... 30 Days of Night, maybe? I'm trying to think of the one where it's like... It's like vampires, but they specifically have those, like, sort of... Kind of what Jade has later with her face makeup, but, like, done more so to Coco's, like, extremities, like the the ears, the arms, the etc. Next up, Bitter Betty. It's simple. The hair is something I've definitely seen before, although I don't think it was... I thought it was her promo, but then I was wrong. No, I think she just worn it on, like, an Instagram look before.
0: No, yeah. I think it's just the fact
2: that it's a bubble flip style. Yeah. It's fine. It's older lady going to the beach. Nothing like terribly horrid. It's a moot.
0: I will commend her having a nice
2: prop. Yeah, umbrella. I do like the umbrella. It looks like it's been fried by lightning. Which I think is definitely a smart thing. See, now I kind of almost would have liked, it wouldn't have made sense, but I kind of also would have liked maybe a, like a hair that was like singed or something to be like, yeah, I got struck by lightning. Like yeah, a Yeah, if vampire. she wanted to go
0: along with that, having it be singed would be interesting. Right, like but... a
2: vampire who just happened to get struck by lightning. Mm-hmm.
0: Although maybe the idea is that half her hair is white to go uh, along with it yeah, having yeah, been yeah. singed. Okay,
2: maybe, maybe. But it's fine. Yeah, just give it a soft toot. It's whatever. Mm, yeah. Um, Jade, I think this is definitely, it's fine, but all, it's a bathing suit, a jacket and boots, whereas it's the, all the details are really in the face. Yeah. Like, I know she's just thought, I have boots, I have a jacket, I have a swimsuit. Let me get to work on this face, because that's what they're going to be focusing on. And I get it. It's gorgeous.
0: And incidentally, the face goes with the like the bitchy hairdo. Yeah. Like somehow it works really well.
2: I like the glitter on the back, the print glitter thing on the back of the jacket. Yeah, that's a nice jacket. And the like fringe on it is nice.
0: I wasn't sure about it at first, but like, turns out it actually kind of works. No, I
2: like it. Yeah. I think it's a toot. It's a toot. Hoso, I really like this a lot, and it starts off very like. Look at me, I'm just simple housewife woman. And as we'll get into it later, because it doesn't show immediately here on The One Way, it continues to reveal and reveal and reveal into different lifeguard-esque outfits. Uh Uh-huh. I very much enjoy it. At first I thought, this is like a nightgown almost? Yeah, it feels strange. But at the same time, it's moonlit, so I think I would lay out in a...
0: This is coverall wear, actually, I've come to realize.
2: So I very much like it, I like the hair, I like the makeup, I like the nightgown, and I like the later reveals, which I believe one is like a glitter red sort of body suit, swimsuit.
0: Yeah, I think it's a One Piece, right?
2: Right, yeah, 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 a One Piece, and then like a swim cap, red swim cap. I I like it all, it's a toot.
0: Yeah, I was about to say, I recently actually re-watched a video from, uh, I forget who, but um I was reminded of apparently back in the Victorian era, even though men and women's beaches were still separated, they had these like changing carts that would take a woman who is in some sort of dress wear that was over her bathing suit, and then go into the water for her to change, and then she would start swimming in her swimsuit in the water. Out of the changing car that was in the water, which is so strange to me. Like you couldn't even take off your outer extra garment on the beach. You had to do it in a cart pulled by a horse into over waist deep water. (laughs) I'm rambling. But yeah, that's
2: what that's what this reminds me of. Anyways, continuing on. Next up, Dolly looking like a pervert that's going to flash you. With that same makeup that I guess now is signature, because I remember that from the promo for Resurrection. I guess, and I've seen it on other. I guess that's just his how he does it now. I wish it was a little different, but whatever, it's fine. It doesn't. It, it, again, this is more of a face thing and hands, but it's not really. It, again, it's more. Of a, there's a reveal I think under the coat, but it's just it's fine.
0: Yeah, given actual Nosferatu vibes.
2: And then Astrid. Uh, hold on, I remember Astrid commented saying they what the inspiration was i have to find it uh they wore that like that it's a reference to 60s fashion designer rudy jernat or uh, jernix i think topless swimsuit apparently it was so controversial at the time the pop outlawed it uh, several countries banned it and the soviet union called it the death of america morality <laughs> wow so apparently yeah which i find rather fascinating
0: Yeah, people have been so weird about bathing suits for so long. It's,
2: uh, it's fine. It's not my favorite thing. And now the performance. Just, it's a bunch of dancing and different things. I really don't have any other way to describe it. They're lip syncing to a song. All you need to know is Saint does an amazing job. Other people don't do an amazing job. Betty's wig comes off, and apparently I didn't even notice it until... They were, brought it up. I mean, I noticed the wig was off at one point, but I thought they did a relatively good job covering it up because Jade did put, like, sunscreen on her head and was, like, rubbing it in or on the bald cap or whatever. Yeah, I, I thought, thought it was that was intentional. Funny. Right, that's what I thought, but I guess the Belays They're obviously watching the completely unedited... Perfor- well, they're watching the unedited performance, so obviously they see everything as it's happening.
0: Mm-hmm. you got to watch those contestants like a hawk, I imagine.
2: Oh no, you're right. Never mind. I take it back. I did see the wig. I guess I just didn't notice it the first time. I'm watching back. Thirty-four fifteen. The wig flies off. But again, I think it does look. It doesn't look unintentional. It looks funny. It's like, oh my wig. Hee. Like it just looks like it's supposed to be campy fun. But yeah, <laughs> it does to me as well. I guess the boulets just. I guess the boules just see it differently. Saint is sexy, and that's all that matters. Because holy shit. They all look sexy in their own ways, but sometimes it's not good. And then there's a lot of blood play. Kissing and licking and locking and bloody. And oh my god, this is a lot of blood. Except it's probably hopefully not blood and just like, you know, strawberry jam.
0: I imagine with how it shines, it looks like it's the corn syrup and uh, food coloring or something like it.
2: So that happened. And now it's time for the Boulets to have their own little discussion before they get the judges in there. Why? Because nobody knows our monsters like we do. Okay. Feels weird, but sure.
0: It's something.
2: Basically, they discuss Marie and how it's like, I don't like it. And Betty, basically both of them sort of being like, like, we know them. They're seasoned performers. They should know better. And seeing them fail like this is blah, 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 blah. blah. And it's just like. Mm Mm-hmm. And then praising dolly seeing like oh my god dolly's doing such an amazing job wow so much joy i'm glad we brought them back oh my god yay!" how about we actually get the guest judges in here you know could we could we talk about that yeah,
0: yeah it would have been nice to have a little banter from them but i think the poulets just wanted to talk over all competition stuff and
2: i guess and they were just like oh, well. i'm not in the mood for that fuck it And, of course, the usual drag is art, and art is subjective, and we're only judging you on the drag that is subjective to the specifics that we asked you of tonight in the challenge.
0: Which is always good.
2: Which I do agree with as a good philosophy. Uh, Judging them on three categories, which is how you performed as a team, or no, while they'll be judged as a team, they will be judged individually. No, performed as teams, they will be judged individually. Yeah, there you go. Category one is the look and interpretation. Category two is the lip sync performance. And category three is how well you able to work with your partner. Although, if they're not being judged in teams, that third category seems a little shady, but okay.
0: That third category would be applied to you unevenly because someone might try really hard to work with someone who was difficult, and the other person might just be difficult. I guess. It tries to be fair to someone who is potentially being fucked over just in case it doesn't mm-hmm. look like anyone was directly fucked over so
2: i don't know and our three safe this week are bed or I almost said Betty, jade mary who seems shocked and sigourney however before they're released they have some words for mary which i find very fascinating because it's basically like they ask her how do you think she did how do you think you did and she's like i think i did shit and they're like why and she goes well i just had problems and they're like it almost felt like you're safe this week but there's no more fucking free passes so you better not fuck this shit up next week and it's like why were you giving her free passes in the first place just because you know her like eh
0: could be because they know she can do more
2: but even then it's like this is a competition it's just like but basically and at the end of the day probably the only person that they say i guess the only reason that they're safe i guess from what I'm guessing, is that they say you're the only person who wasn't a vampire. You were this anglerfish sort of thing. It was a risk, and for them, it paid off. So I'm assuming that's what kept her safe. Sigourney thought she was going to be in the bottom this week, and I'm, she's very glad she's safe, as am I. So seven that remain represent the strongest and the weakest in the week's challenge. Meanwhile, Dolly, everyone looks normal. Dolly just stands there with her hands like, Ooh-ooh, notice me in my big puppy dog eyes?
0: <laughs> yeah, big puppy dog eyes with that vampiric
2: makeup yeah exactly <laughs> truly just standing there in character just like eh, eh, eh,
0: eh, eh. oh god the the face i fucking just paused on with zavoletta she looks so disgusted <laughs> yeah
2: sounds about right meanwhile listening to vanessa talk just makes me think she should be a judge more often i just like the way she is when she talks about things and firstly discussing zavoletta or not Z- astrid i just said that to zavoletta came up criticizing Zavadla or astrid's look for being like why she should be in the bottom have you seen that look and i'm like baby we'll get to you the belays say your look is pretty simple too so watch it Pod calling the kettle black thank you very much and can we um so they're talking to astrid trying to explain themselves <laughs> so dragmorda tries to talk and basically is like she's about well Astrid's about to speak and then Drackmorda's like and she goes oh no 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 sorry go ahead and Drackmorda's like I do want to say something well I and then Astrid's like well I also and it's like literally just this tense like did you just fucking interrupt me bitch and Drackmorda and so on we'll look at each other like no 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 go ahead
0: yeah this was us on a Thursday but worse
2: truly because they were just looking at each other like bitch finally Drackmorda's like no 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 not Astrid go Go, Astrid. Go.
0: <laughs> there was a little bit of blood in Trekmort's eyes.
2: He said, like, go, Astrid, bitch. And Astrid goes basically into this whole thing. If you'd like to discuss it, I'm not in the mood to discuss it because I don't care.
0: I don't actually give a shit. Basically, Astrid reduced her look because she wanted to match Sigourney a little bit more.
2: Basically. Eh? She apparently had a whole dress reveal and a whole other more look, but cut it because she wanted to be more cohesive as a team. So she made personal sacrifices to her dragon. It sucks that she's being judged as an individual because had she known that, she wouldn't have done that. And Dragmore is like, hey, everybody had the same rules, and she's right again. I think Vanessa should be a judge. She makes great. So she says at the end of the day, there's only one winner. But yeah, Astrid is pissed. Like if you saw as Avaletta was pissed in the last episode, bitch. Just wait till we get to quote-unquote untucked. I don't know if there's a word for it, but still backstage Ooh, you're gonna see a side of uh, of uh, astrid we should come up with a good name for that yeah we should anyway but yeah basically next is avaletta everyone enjoys the performance not so much the look agreed some praising for vanessa hudgens because well she's vanessa hudgens some cute lines and then we move into dolly it's the shy guy at the beach party Ooh, look at me ooh, ooh. the is vampire yes very nice good critiques great 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 everybody's obsessed with dolly yeah
0: people are happy to see dolly back
2: one of those i like you no i like you i like you next coco gorgeous look good performance but not good in terms of working with the partner it seems that between mary and coco there was a lot of back and forth and the judges seemed to pick up on that, and when Coco was performing, there would be times where she would just perform, like, behind Mary, and that would obscure what people were trying to see of her, which was a problem, and it makes me sad, because, yeah, you could see the moves that she was trying to do were very good, but because she's behind Marie, it's it's obscured, and so you can't, and basically, they didn't look like they act, yes, basically, they're saying Marie upstaged Coco, you know, she was doing the moves, but she's Behind Marie, so you don't really see it. I see Marie. I I apologize. I'm sure somebody's going, It's Mary, Mary Cherry. I'm like, Leave me alone. I can barely remember that my name's Andrew. Like, fuck off. You know, great look, sad execution on the performance. So we'll see where that goes. Hoso! Everybody loves it.
0: They have some pretty good critiques for Hoso.
2: Reveal after reveal after reveal to Life Preserver on her head, and it's just yay. Uh huh. Great critiques, great look, great performance. Perfect. And then Betty, yeah, Betty, the performance was it was the sort of the same thing. They enjoyed the look, but the performance just wasn't there. And again, it didn't help for them, I guess, when the like you could have been performing to the like say you could have been performing to the camera, but you're like your head was down. You weren't even looking. You sort of were just in your own head. Plus, again, the the wig coming off. They saw, like Vanessa says, they saw you, it was in your eyes where you could see you're like, thinking. You're just like, oh shit, okay, I had to do this step, this step, this step, this step. And I agree with her. I mean, yeah, there's choreography, but honestly, just, uh, just say fuck it. Hold on. I just want to look at something. Oh, you're, but we're both completely wrong. That's not, you're dumb. I can't believe I agreed with you. Look at the umbrella again. It wasn't struck by lightning. It's a hat. Wait, what? 4837. It's a hat.
0: Oh my god! <laughs> what
2: the fuck? Didn't notice that at first when I was watching. do you need show that off better. I didn't notice it when I was seeing it on the runway. Maybe I must have missed a look, but... Well, I don't...
1: I didn't notice it
2: either! I guess I just wasn't paying... I just listened to you oh and I was god. like, yeah, struck by lightning, sure, but now that I'm looking at it again, no, that's just... That's a hat. That's a hat umbrella.
0: It looked like it was struck from, by lightning from underneath, what the fuck?
2: Yeah, no, that's just, I'm going to go back to the runway. If you want to take the next critiques for Saint or whatever, I'm going to go back and try to look.
0: TLDR, Betty says she can't keep a rhythm or a beat.
2: Right. She's a hill person. Apparently I read a tweet. She said like, apparently the, the I, captions I'm a say, heel person. Right. The captions say heel person, but what she said was hill person. I, know.
0: I got that too. I was like, she said hill person.
2: <laughs> I guess. But then it's like heel person. I mean, they're both right, but. Yeah. Oh, you know what it is? For just a split sec, because the runway show short, it is a hat. I can tell it's a hat, but it's a split second. Go back to the runway and, like, yeah, 30, 36 or whatever, and, like, pause it right as she's, like, bending down. And you can kind of see the top of it as a hat. It's very difficult to see because it's not all the way pulled out, but you can kind of see it's a hat.
0: Oh, I can see the band around it. Yeah, but it's difficult to tell. Yeah, yeah, you really
2: can't. Well, thank God I saw that. Anyway, moving on, we have... Saint yum 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 yum. Look at this look. It's absolutely stunning and amazing and gorgeous. As well as the performance, stunning, amazing. Like others so far, the look was eh, but the performance is good. Or actually, no, I don't think anybody was in the top for had a bad performance. So it was either the look. hoso's was probably the next closest to good look, good performance. Where uh, yeah, zavaleta was meh look, good performance. Hoso and dolly were good look, good performance. Saint is great look, great performance. Which obviously explains why, as we'll say, Saint wins the challenge, which technically makes her two for three on winning anything vampire related. Yes, Resurrection also had Ghost and Witch, but Vampire was a part of the three things, and she won that in my eyes. She definitely won Vampire out of everybody there, so that's two for three. Yeah, she's definitely
0: redeemed herself now.
2: Oh, absolutely. She's like, you don't think I could be a vampire after watching season three? Go watch Resurrection in season four, bitch. I'm a vampire. I will say it's strange that she won the challenge. They didn't give her a prize they gave, didn't they? They gave episode one's winner a prize, I believe. Uh, I don't remember if we mentioned me it, but I believe quick. they did. I thought we may not have mentioned it, but I'm pretty sure Astrid got some sort of prize with five thousand dollars or something.
0: Yeah, yeah, there was a prize on episode one, I think. Yeah, that's what this I thought. This one, no, they didn't. Yeah,
2: that's weird. Maybe she'll get something later.
0: She's like, you won the challenge,
2: and you, may, all four of you, may leave the stage. Well, maybe they'll give her something later. I don't know. This leaves us with the bottom three of Astrid, Betty and Coco. Who gets the life preserver this week? That would be Coco. It's safe to slay another day. That leaves Betty and Astrid. In this week's extermination challenge, referencing earlier from leeches, is, well, leeches. Basically, they're going to have to stick their arm in a glass vat sort of aquarium looking thing of leeches and just uh, ride it out, basically. Yep. Get their blood sucked. And let me tell you about editing. I'll tell you about editing. Oh, my God. The absolute editing in this that basically leaves you with no other conclusion to come to than Betty's going to survive, in my opinion. Because, like, the extermination, Betty gets uh, multiple voiceovers. They constantly focus on her fully putting her arm into the leech thing where Astrid's was just sort of floating on top. It gets in between her tits. Like, truly, it's just like, if, even if it wasn't that, I mean, usually when I see an extermination between two people, depending on what I can see, if somebody's doing better than the other, I'm just like, yeah, them. But the fact that Betty got, like, multiple voiceovers as well, just being like, fuck you, Astrid, I'm going to do this, you're not going to do this, whatever, fuck you, da 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 Like, there was no option, no other option than Astrid no. at home. Sorry. So I basically just spoiled that, but let's get, let's... Back into the... Monster meat? Monster meat, sure. Let's talk about Astrid blowing the fuck up <sighs> Oof. i'll let you handle this one because like i'm just gonna be like marie and coco and just sit there and just like
0: astrid basically goes off like zavaleta did last episode and then zavaleta's like all right take it to the fucking extermination girl astrid also complains a little bit that Zavaleta's a little bit of a hypocrite but then also was like you know, if you guys were so complaining about me last week, why did one of you who was complaining about me go on and have such a blow up this time?
2: It's the also absolute like showing of the difference between like, because they do, like, she, nobody even asks her, I don't think. She just, I could be wrong, but she just immediately starts going off with, like, this is bullshit, da 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 yelling, yelling, screaming, I'm mad. I won the first challenge, and now I'm all the way in the bottom, what the fuck is this shit, da 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 Meanwhile, somebody, they ask Betty how she's doing, and she's already very sad in tears, being like, I don't care about the leeches, I just don't want to leave right now, I feel bad for my community, da 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 And, like, yeah. it just feels much more, I obviously feel more for Betty than I do for Astrid, just... Going off, if like I'm sitting in that room, it's like seeing someone be sad about it instead of just "I can't believe this. Why am I so..." I get it. Like Marie says, I appreciate that Astrid is showing passion, but she's doing it in a way that's very immature.
0: Yeah, it's a little bit too hot-headed.
2: And then Sigourney and Hoso try to comfort Astrid, and Astrid kind of is again a little asshole-ish because she's basically like not asshole, but she's just like, "It's not your fault. It's my fault because I let you control me," which. I don't believe that's true because, again, they did not know. All that they knew was that it was a team challenge. They did not know that it was going to turn into single individual critiques until they got on that stage and the Boulets said it. So you had no possible nay of knowing. And Sigourney says it was a collaborative effort between them. It wasn't just like she was forcing her to do everything. But basically she, I think it's a line that's definitely going to go around. She's going to make merch off it for sure, and I believe it. It's like, I came here for me. I didn't come for Dolly. I didn't come for you. I didn't come for you. I didn't come here for the fucking Boulay brothers. I came here for me. Anyway, Sigourney's just like, "Ooh, okay, let's calm down. Yep, and I could relate to that. Astrid is mad. And Hoso's truly trying to calm down. Astrid not working at all.
0: And then she goes over to Zavaleta and is like, wow, you weren't even like this last week.
2: Mm-hmm. But then basically saying like Zavaleta making a lot of sense because Astrid's just like, I know why I'm here. I know my drag deserves to be here. And then there's other people here for who knows why. And Zavaleta says, you know, it's like, ah, everybody deserves to be here, baby. Don't be like putting people down just because you feel some type of way. You are bringing people down a little bit. It's just like, I'm sorry, this is how you're feeling but you don't want to hear it, and it's okay. It's not okay for you to say that it's like, no, some people don't deserve to be here. Now, the thing is, it's like Astrid acted very unprofessional. Don't forget, you also acted very unprofessional, but she corrects me by saying sometimes you're in the top, sometimes you're in the bottom, and she looks at herself and goes, example number one. So she's right. She also acted unprofessional as well, I think, in week one. I don't think nearly to the level that Astrid's currently acting right now. No, yeah. Astrid kind of showed us. (laughs) Like... But nobody's really checking on Betty, so now Sigourney and Saint go check on Betty and basically just how sad Betty is about it because, like I said, she wants to represent the trans community and basically show who she is. Like I said, I've mentioned it once before, I believe, and i mentioned it again. It's a completely different personality from what we saw on Twitter than what we're seeing on the show, so I'm trying not to just—I'm just trying to—I know what we said in the beginning, like, we're not going to give her any space, we're not going to give her— but at the same time, this is a completely different person on the show. I think I was talking to somebody about it. And I think I kind of agree with their statements. Like, why would she say this? Why would she Maybe she's just a nice person with horrible fucking views. I mean, that happens with a lot of people. I know a lot of people who are totally nice to me, but are also like diehard Trump supporters. I don't know why, because they have terrible opinions, but they're happily friends with a gay man who just, you know, they're all friendly to me. And they're like, we just don't bring up politics. I'm sure there are plenty of people just like Saint or, uh, you know, Sigourney and others who are friends with Betty They just don't bring up trans issues or something. Maybe they'll just talk to her about, like, how the weather was that day. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Or, like, joke about complaints about, I don't know, InstaDry
2: press-ons. Like, I'm just—I'm not going to give her a pass for any of the stuff, because what she said was still disgusting on Twitter. But to be fair, this was filmed—I don't know. It's just—it's a different personality, so I'm just going to try and go off that. I don't want to be—because I know so many people are probably like, uh, uh, stop doing this and stop doing that and just—and I'm just like, I'm just tired. Because what's the point of hating on people? She's also an older generation. She has different opinions. I'm sure, hopefully, if somebody tries to educate her on those, you know. That's the hope.
0: My quick two cents. I think she's trying to be a representative for the trans community, and she's trying to be nice and as clean as slate as possible, which, honestly, comprehensive, understandable. Uh, With the way that trans people are, visible trans people are, usually is kind of like... Like, you have to really be careful about how people take you as a person, because people are constantly looking for some reason to invalidate your identity, and it's kind of just bullshit. Agreed. So, um, maybe some of the lash out originally on Twitter was like, I am a certain way, I think a certain way, this is how I want to represent myself and my community in a political forum, ergo, she's really nice and genuine and sincere person, but then her views are bad. Yeah. Kind of, as you said, but with a little bit more psychology behind it.
2: Basically. Anyway, so like I said, she's, you know, very sad about it. Obviously, she doesn't want to go home, and I get it. I mean, the track record night now is not exactly something to write home about either. It's low bottom, so it's just like... But basically, like I said, it's fighting, crying. I'm sure it's going to be like this every week, probably.
0: Probably. Monster Meat is going to be a meat masher. Huh? No, not a meat masher. Meat grinder.
2: Yeah, Dragula definitely is a meat grinder. Anyway, extermination challenge: leeches, hands in the leeches, boobs in the leeches, whatever in the leeches. Like I said, it's I would edit it. No, I gotta say edited because it definitely shows more. I think that Betty has that determination, and Astrid's like, "Fuck shit, I hate this. Man, I'm barely putting my arm in." Meanwhile, Betty's like, barely groaning, getting whole ass voiceovers. You know, I I should stay because Astrid is a little bitch. Like, Astrid barely says anything other than, like, curses when she's in pain. Meanwhile, Betty is truly just like, I'm not gonna let a little leech send me home. Pulling it off her middle of her titties, oh my god. And, well, it didn't. You don't say shit like that and not, you have got so much more to show. And obviously she does because, well, she don't go home. In our final extermination this week, we continue where we left off with the beginning. Basically, like I said, uh, roundabouting. Back to the upbeat surf rock music, Astrid climbing around, and then getting her head crushed by a rock from the boules. Happy surf yep. music over the dead body. And that's Dracula! Yeah! So that'll be it for this week, and we'll catch you next week with another episode of Two Gays Dragcast, hosted by me, Andrew B., and... And me, Guy Smith. We'll see you next time, uglies. Until then... Wait, no, I want to remember. If I say somebody's catchphrase, does that mean, will I get copyright struck? You can only trademark a catchphrase, technically. I just want to say Elvira's because I like her a lot. I love her. Actually, if I can do a plug real quick, it's not a plug, but I just go buy Elvira, well, Cassandra Peterson's. Go buy her memoir, Yours Cruelly. It's so fucking good. I personally have the audiobooks because I like listening to audiobooks. By the way, Audible, if you sponsor us. Will make you so much money because I use Audible books all the fucking time, so... But I bought her audiobook. It's just... Listening to her talk and explain her life is just so wonderful. I, you all got to go get her book. Either the book or the audiobook. It was so wonderful to listen to. And just... It was wonderful stories. And then learning about her, her lesbian partner and just... It's so sad. Like she had to be basically sort of somewhat in the closet for like 19 years because people saw Elvira as this like male sex or female sex symbol that all the straight men were going to be like. I feel bad because she shouldn't have had to do that because honestly, I think even if she had come out all those years ago, she's a woman with big boobs that straight men are going to be like, who cares if she's into women? I can still stare at her tits because straight men are very easy to please.
0: I mean, the gay men have also loved her for a very long oh, time. Of course, I think a little part of it might also be that gay men don't tend to interact a lot with lesbian women.
2: That's, which is sad. Yeah. Anyway, we are getting off topic. The point is, by Elvira's book, Cassandra Peterson's book, it's all that. But like I was saying, I wanted to do her outro just because I really like it. So like I said, one more time, this has been Andrew B. and... Guy Smith. And until the next episode of Two Gays Drag Cast, unpleasant dreams.
0: We do not own, claim ownership of, or desire for ownership of, contained or referenced clips and copyrighted content. They are the property of their trademark and copyright holders. 2K's DragCast is co-founded and co-hosted by me, Guy Smith, and Andrew B. Editing and showrunning by Guy Smith. Community management by Andrew B. Intro music is Cult Rise by Gunnar Olsen. And the outro is Bass Walker by Kevin McLeod. You can find us at our links in the description for my and Andrew's YouTube channels and our website, 2gaysdragcast.wordpress.com. You can additionally find all of our content, as well as all the places where you can find our podcast at 2gaysdragcast.anchor.fm. We are an independent production. Sharing the podcast with your friends is the best way to support the show. Leaving ratings and reviews on your podcast platform of choice are also extremely helpful. Thank you so much for listening in. Until next time. Sweet
1: nightmares.